podcast. Uh, got another episode here for you. And I never usually talk about the NFL. I don't talk a lot about what's going on. And that's just because my team has been really bad for years. Um, and for those of you that don't know, I'm a Buccaneers fan. I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. And I live in Southern California, you know, 30 miles outside of Los Angeles. But I've been a Buccaneers fan since I think I was six years old in 1999. And I'm probably the only Buccaneers fan in Southern California that you know of that has consistently been a Buccaneers fan even before we got Tom Brady this year. Okay, and you know this past weekend the uh, the Buccaneers went into Lambeau. They went to Green Bay. They beat my favorite player Aaron Rodgers. They beat them in Green Bay, and now my Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl, facing off against you know one of the most young and exciting quarterbacks we've probably ever seen in Patrick Mahomes. And that high-powered offense with Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, and you know, but I, I'm really excited. First of all, I'm 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 beyond stoked, right? I, like I said, like football is kind of like it's hit and miss with me because I like watching it. I like watching the NFL, but my team's been so bad for so long, and you know, we before this season we didn't make the playoffs since 2007. I mean, when that happened in 2007, I was in uh, what eighth grade. You know, I'm, I'm 27 going on 28 here now. It's been a long time. It's been a very long time. It's been 14 years since the last time we made the playoffs. I mean, you know, that's completely insane, and it, it feels that long. You know, we were last place for, I'm looking at the thing right now, for one, two, three, four, five straight. We were we were last place seven out of eight years going from, uh, what is it, from 2009 to 2018. We were just bad. I mean, it was a time when the Saints were always good. The Panthers had Cam Newton, they were always good, and the Falcons were always good with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. I mean, we were the, you know, obviously the laughing stock of the NFL for a while. And, you know, we drafted Jameis Winston number one overall. That didn't work out. We had Josh Freeman quarterback in the first round. I think back in like uh like 2009, I think is when we drafted him out of Kansas State. And we've just been, you know, we've been a laughing stock, but I knew that when we signed Tom Brady in March of 2020. And then we traded for Gronk. I told everybody, I was like, we're going to go to the Super Bowl this year. Because if there's one thing that I've learned, it's to never doubt Tom Brady. People can say whatever they want about Tom Brady, right? They can do whatever they want. They can say whatever they want. There's one thing that Tom Brady does exceptionally well and better than almost any athlete that's ever been that's ever been born, that's ever lived. It's win games. And it's be competitive. This is going to be Tom Brady's 10th time in the Super Bowl out of 21 seasons. That's an absurd percentage, okay? That's absolutely ridiculous. There's a crazy stat. I know some of you guys aren't going to like these stats, but Tom Brady has a higher likelihood of making it to the Super Bowl in one season than Steph Curry has of making a three-pointer. That's insane. I mean, obviously, it's it's a different type of stat. You really got to put your head in that headspace like, yeah, Steph's going to make a lot of threes, but the probabilities alone of Steph hitting a three are less than Tom Brady making it to the Super Bowl. Making it to the Super Bowl. That's that's crazy, right? I mean, this guy's 43 years old, and he led a team. I mean, granted, you know, the Buccaneers are completely stacked this year, offensively, defensively, but you still have to get there in football. Everybody's got to get healthy. Everybody's got to buy in. And that's the one thing that Tom Brady's always been really good at, even when he was, you know, with the Patriots, when they had not the best roster, he gets guys to buy in. His, his whole thing was, I mean, there was a Devin White, the young linebacker, second year out of uh, LSU for the uh, for the Bucks. He was upset that he didn't make the Pro Bowl this year. Okay, Tom Brady said, do you think I care about the Pro Bowl? What do you think I play this game for? 
there's something a lot bigger, a bigger bowl that we're playing for, and you need to get on board. And it's that type of mentality that really differentiates the greats. You know, guys like Tom Brady, guys like, you know, you know, R.I.P. Kobe Bryant. That happens to be tomorrow's Kobe Bryant's one-year anniversary of his death. Um, I'll, you know, I'm sorry, I gotta, gotta throw that in whenever I can because I just, it's, it's unreal to me still. Um, but this is a Buccaneers talk. Okay, so I'm, I'm beyond excited to see the Super Bowl in two weeks. You know, it, this is gonna be a fun game. It really is. And also, I have eighty dollars on the Bucks before the playoffs started. So if the Buccaneers win the play, win the Super Bowl, I win eight hundred dollars. So I mean, it's just a little added, you know, bonus there for me to try to, uh, to, to will my Bucks to victory. But in today's podcast, I'm not going to really break down a lot of the the X's and O's and who I think is going to win because I think the Bucks are going to win and I want the Bucks to win because it's my favorite team. What I'm going to do is tell you guys how a kid from Southern California grew up becoming a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan and which, you know, that was that it was my it was my first favorite team ever, okay? I was 6 years old. I didn't yet follow the Lakers. I didn't yet follow the, the Los Angeles. Well, at that time, they were the Anaheim Angels. I became a Buccaneers fan before anything else. And I'm going to tell you guys how. And I'm going to tell you guys why. And I'm going to tell you guys like why I kind of, why I've, I've held with it for so long. And, you know, I'm going to tell you some of the trials and tribulations along the way that I've seen being a Buccaneers fan. Being a Buccaneers fan is similar to being, I don't want to say a Browns fan because, I mean, the Buccaneers did win the title in 2002. It's similar to being like, what's a, what's a maybe like the man, I can't even be a Cleveland team. Um, I don't know if if you guys could think of a team where it's similar to be the bucket. It's like we were the laughing stock of the league forever. We won one time. I guess it'd be the Angels, huh? <laughs> Which is ironic because those are both my favorite teams, and they both won the two thousand and two you know title for their respective sports. So I'm gonna go ahead and get into some of the reasons, or the main reason why I am, and and just some of the things I've gone through as a Buccaneers fan. Because every time I tell people that my favorite team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, everyone's kind of like dumbfounded. You know, like why the Bucks? You know, and this was even before the Rams, or the Chargers were in Los Angeles. People were like, oh, why aren't you like a Cowboys fan, or maybe even a Chargers fan, or a Raiders fan, or a Rams fan? Like, why aren't you a fan of, you know, one of these teams that were here before, or that have a really good, you know, fan base? And, you know, I always told him the same exact thing. And I'll, I'll tell you guys right now. So, in 1999, uh, we were in North Carolina. And uh, it was we were with, like, a bunch of family. I was there for the summer. And the the man who would eventually become my stepdad, he was in the Army. Okay? He was in he was in Korea for, stationed in Korea for a lot of his his, uh, his military time. And he he's the one who really got me into a lot of, like, playing sports and playing basketball and stuff like that. So, and this was, this is before he was my stepdad. His name's, shout out to Kevin. Uh, <laughs> um, so he, he had a lot of sports memorabilia that he bought in Korea and he had a ton of hats, like a lot of hats, right? And I remember him saying, and I'm going to do my best Kevin impersonation. Granted, he's from North Carolina. You know, Cam, <laughs> you, you're going to reach into this hat, this, this box right here, peel out a hat, and that's going to be your team. That's going to be your team forever. You can't stray away from this team. This team is the one you're going to have to pick for and, and root for forever. So I, you know, I'm I'm six years old. I'm like, you know, I'm taking it real seriously. Like I'm okay. So I got to take this. I got to be real serious about this. I got to understand what I'm about to do. I'm, you know, I'm choosing basically my fandom for the rest of my life. And you know, even at six years old, I took it really seriously. I'm I'm six. I know I know a lot of six year six year olds that wouldn't understand the gravity of what was going on. But for whatever reason. 
I've always been a little bit more aware at a younger age. I just always have been. And this is another example of that. Um, so, I, you know, I'm looking through, I'm looking through. And I remember this like it was yesterday, guys. Um, I'm looking through. And I pull out this hat. It's a black hat. It's got the red, you know, flag on it with the crossbones on it. And I pull it out and I say, you know, I want this one. And then Kevin says, all right, that's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's going to be your team. That's your NFL football team for now on. And, you know, I always joke with, with my stepdad to this day. It's like, you could have given me any hat and just told me this is my team, but you let me choose it. I mean, he's a Titans fan. He could have legitimately given me this Titans hat and been like, here you go. You're going to be a Titans fan. And I probably would have, you know, been on board. And we would have had the same, you know, fan base. But I grabbed this Buccaneers hat, and I've been a Buccaneers fan ever since. I haven't stopped. And for the few of you that actually that know me and that know me well, you'll know that's 100% correct and 100% accurate. I've just never strayed away from being a Buccaneers fan. Um, it's and it's been a rough it's been a rough go. Let me tell you, it's been a rough fucking go. <laughs> so I think the year is like 2000, 2001. I have the N64 and I start learning how to play, you know, sports games. Sports games on the N64. I remember we had Madden and me and my little brother Dylan was probably like three years old. He was a prodigy video game player at two and three years old. You know, these kids with their iPhones. Dylan was doing this when he was like two and three years old. I would come home from from uh, from school, you know, first, second, third grade. Dylan would be playing video games in his boxer or in his underwear or his diaper, whatever he had at that time, just holding his breath, just playing video games because he wanted so badly to beat me when he was a kid. And that's still like a joke that I'll that I mess with him to this day about because I just think it's really funny. But anyways, so sorry, I'm really getting into some story time right now. It's just, this is a story that I've always wanted to 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 kind of get down and document because. People really are always curious how I became a Buccaneers fan. So anyways, so I played, you know, start playing Madden a lot with my stepdad and, you know, before he was my stepdad and, uh, you know, I always play with the Buccaneers. My first favorite professional athlete of all time is Keyshawn Johnson. He just was, okay? This was in 2000 and 2001, so I was always a Buccaneer. So Brad Johnson was the quarterback. You had Keyshawn Johnson, the wide receiver. Keenan McCardell, the other wide receiver. Joe Jurevicius was the third wide receiver. Then you had Michael Pittman, the running back, and Mike Allstad, the big fullback, the big beefy fullback, and that defense with Simeon Rice, Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks, Rondé Barber, John Lynch, you know, just a stack defense, you know, really like a Legion of Boom before there, there was a Legion of Boom. I mean, that Buccaneers defense is the reason why, that's really Tony Dungy's defense and John Gruden's the one that inherited it, but, you know, that team was stacked, but Keyshawn Johnson was my favorite player, and I don't know what it was. But it was it was the amount of just like he was just loud, right? So I always thought that it was cool that um, ESPN LA, you know, the seven ten, the radio station that I've talked about a few times on the channel. He was one of their uh, their morning show hosts, and I just I loved it. You know, I never got a chance to really call in and tell him, but he was my first favorite professional athlete. It was like him and Kobe Bryant; those were the two. And it it was funny because they were both drafted in the same draft class in nineteen ninety six. You know, obviously football and basketball, but Keyshawn Johnson was my favorite. And then a couple years later, you know, 2002, I remember the Super Bowl of the Buccaneers against the Raiders. When the Buccaneers destroyed the Raiders, you heard that, A.J. Lacone. Uh, Buccaneers destroyed, let me get clearly into the microphone, destroyed the Lakers. Granted, this was, what, 10, 11, 12 years before I knew you, but destroyed with your Rich Gannon-led quarterback of your... Uh, <laughs> I just love I I got I got to rub it in every once in a while. He told me this year that the Raiders were going to be better than the Buccaneers. Uh, there's actually a couple of you guys that said the Raiders are going to be better than the Buccaneers, and I just you know that uh 
that Raiders mentality, that Raiders nation, it, it should it should die hard, especially now that you guys are in Vegas. Uh, uh, all right, that's my that's my 15 seconds of hate. Now it's going to be all love. <laughs> Sorry, I got to do it. I got to do it to you guys. You guys know being a Raider fan sucks. You don't win. You know, people think that you're gangbangers all the time. What fun is that? You know, and, you, and most of all, you just don't win. You know, it's no one wants that. So anyways, so Buccaneers won. And I remember that Super Bowl pretty distinctly because I actually watched it. That was the first Super Bowl. I sat down and I watched it. It was at my grandma's house in Diamond Bar. And I remember at halftime, we were shooting hoops in the front yard. And they won by like 20 points. You know, it was, it was a great Super Bowl. And that was John Gruden. That was, a, you know, he, it was his first time being the head coach, I think. Or maybe it was a second because he was, no, he was a Raiders coach before. I'm sorry. He was a Raiders coach before. And then he was the Buccaneers coach. He took over Tony Dungy's defense and he won the title. And they destroyed, right? Just completely just killed the Raiders. And then after that, it was tough times, okay? Uh, looks, I'm, I'm looking at my stats right now. Gruden, uh, he coached all the way up until 2008, and the Buccaneers made two more playoff appearances. And the quarterbacks for those teams, it was, I believe it was Chris Sims won the lefty, who wound up rupturing his spleen like the very next year, and he was kind of like done. And now he's basically, you know, a commentator and analyst. And then the other guy was Jeff Garcia. You know, one, at that time he was way past his prime, and he was using you know, was a lot older. The famous 49ers quarterback that kind of filled in right after you know Steve Young and those guys. Um, but then after that, from 2007 to you know 2019, you know last year, we had some rough times. Okay, we had a ton of quarterbacks. We went through right after Gruden. We had Raheem Morris. He was our coach for a few years. Then we had Greg Schiano. For two years. Then we had Lovey Smith for two years. Then we had Dirk Cutter for three years. All of those guys were just horrible coaches, right? We we had a couple winning seasons. We had a 10-6 season in 2010. And then that's really it. Wow, that's it? Wow, that's bad. And everything else was a losing season until this year when we went 11-5 and under Bruce Arians with the quarterback experience of Tom Brady. And speaking of quarterback experience, we've had our fair share of misses quarterback-wise. We had Josh Freeman, who I read last week was like addicted to cocaine and an alcoholic. So, and he had a lot of promise. He had a big arm. He was like a big six foot five, six six quarterback. Not really mobile, but he had a big arm and he was really accurate. But he had some substance abuse issues. And then we had famous Jameis. <sighs> man, <laughs> I have a lot of opinions about Jameis Winston. When we first drafted him, I was actually really excited. When we drafted him, we drafted him in 2015. He was the number one overall pick. You know, he had won the, the Heisman the year before. And I was really excited because we needed a quarterback. We needed some type of brand new, you know, new shiny toy that we could play with that could, you know, just plug right in and, and be that cornerstone for us. And he was okay. His first couple of seasons, honestly, he was good. But then I wanted him to make that leap. And instead of making that leap, all he kept doing was turning the ball over. <laughs> it's just... He threw interception, interception, you know, he fumbled a lot. He fumbled all the time to the point where, like, I was getting frustrated. I knew that this team that we had was always really good, but we turned the ball over so much from the quarterback standpoint that it was almost impossible to win any type of game. I mean, you look at, at, at 2019. That was the last year we had Jameis Winston. That was our last, you know, that was his last season with the Bucks. We went 7-9. and nine. But that motherfucker threw 30 interceptions and had like five or six turn, uh, fumbles of his own. He had 37 turnovers from the quarterback position. That's more than two a game. 
There is no way in hell you win in the National Football League having, I think as a team they had 41 turnovers. That is absurd. That's ridiculous. I remember, and basically the team is almost unchanged from last year, right? We have Gronk, that's different. And then we have we drafted uh, a new safety, but everyone else for the most part is exactly the same. The only thing that changed this season is we got Tom Brady as our quarterback. We got a guy who's not going to, you know, see, uh, needlessly, needlessly turn over the ball, give the ball to the other team, lose the ball, make bad decisions that lose you a game. We got a we got a, an, an amazing, you know, smart football mind as our quarterback, which made all the difference this season, which is what I've been fucking saying for years. You know, as a disgruntled Buccaneers fan from Southern California, where nobody wants to listen to me because everyone thinks that the Buccaneers are going to be bad anyways, look where we are now. Look where we are now. We're in the Super Bowl. We're going to play against the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, one of my... one of, Okay, you can't not... Okay, if you like football, you can't not be a fan of Patrick Mahomes. That dude does some outrageous shit. Okay? He is unbelievable how skilled he is. He's, he's got the, the intangibles of Brett Favre. He's got the strong arm of Dan Marino. He's got the accuracy of Drew Brees. And he's mobile like Aaron Rodgers. He's he's almost the, the perfect quarterback if you had to build one in a lab. And, he's, and he sounds like Kermit the Frog. You know? He's got, he's, he's, yeah, uh, Travis Kelsey, go ahead and, uh, you know, go deep downfield and I'll throw you the ball. And it's just like, <laughs> sorry, I, I had to. I, I couldn't resist on that one. But... You guys, it's it's been a tough go being a Buccaneers fan, and I just want to say this in front of everybody. I was the first Buccaneers fan that I know of in Southern California. I'm sure there are more, and if there are more of you, stand up and you know message me on Camcast on Instagram. That's K-A-M.K-A-S-T. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about some of the shitty days, some of the shitty seasons when we were really struggling. We had a lot of really bad coaches, bad players, you know. You know, one of one of our players died of an enlarged heart. You know, rest in peace, Gaines Adams. He was one of our. He was a defensive end that was drafted in the same year that Calvin Johnson was drafted. He was he was drafted one pick after. See, that's how much I know this stuff, right? I used to look at watch the NFL draft all the way through just to write down every single player the Buccaneers would draft and see how he would fit into the new team. Honestly, that's that's kind of how I've always been. Like I always used to just write down every single pick for every single draft in the NFL because I just thought it was really interesting and. You know, you you kind of project different things, and that's why that's why doing the podcast is so interesting for me because I really love this stuff. You know, I love looking at the stats. I love you know the process of 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 dissecting the stats and and understanding what was happening that season or at that given game or you know you know that that given time period. You know, it's it's to me it's interesting because the stats are the one record that it it doesn't lie, right? I mean, you can make numbers say whatever you want them to make or whatever you want them to, but if you're looking at trends and trend lines in terms of statistics for you know sporting events, it numbers tell you everything you need to know, and it's really interesting to me that you know a lot of you know that a lot of people don't put value in that and they put value based off of you know names instead, and I think it's I don't know I for me I love the fact that I never switched allegiances you know. There were plenty of times where I could have switched over and I could have been, you know, I could have been a Rams fan when they came here. I could have been a, uh, you know, a Chargers fan, but I stand pat. I stood pat and I remained a Buccaneers fan because I, I couldn't leave. It didn't feel right leaving. And I'm glad that I didn't because all those, you know, those 12 plus years of just mediocrity and just horrible seasons, you know, bad quarterback play, 
bad defensive secondary play, bad coaching. It's all worth it. We're here. We're in the Super Bowl led by the GOAT, Tom Brady himself. You know, One of my favorite players, Gronk, is on the team. My favorite wide receiver since Keyshawn Johnson. Possibly the most overlooked and underappreciated wide receiver in the league, Mike Evans. First player in NFL history to have seven straight seasons to begin his career with a thousand reception yards. It's outstanding. That that's he's in the mind you, he's in the same draft class as Odell Beckham Jr., who's extremely overrated and apparently likes weird stuff uh, sexually. You can go ahead and look that up yourself, but I'm not going to. Um, it's just one of those things where I'm. It, here's here's a nice you know comparison. I've come to respect the Los Angeles Dodgers, right? I like a lot of their players. I like a lot of the things they've done. And, you know, Justin Turner is one of my favorite players, and I get it. They're a better team. They're set up better. They're going to be better in the future, you know, moving forward. They'll have better opportunity to win more championships than my Angels will at this point. But I am an Angels fan, for better or for worse, okay? I am here for all the bad, and I'm here for the good whenever it gets good, because it'll get good. You know, Artie Moreno is too much money. Same with the Lakers. I mean, it's it's hard to compare the Lakers because, I mean, we've always been good. But we had seven seasons where we were probably, I think besides the Knicks, we were the worst you know, f- uh, winning percentage team in, in the NBA. And now we're back. But I rode with the Lakers every single season. I truly believe we were making the playoffs every single season. Ask my friends. You know, I was that idiot. I was like, nah, you guys, we got this this year. It's going to be okay. But it wasn't okay. In fact, it really wasn't okay. I and mean, we had we had teams with that were starting Robert Sacre and Ryan Kelly. Like what the fuck, you know, like all bad. But you guys, like to kind of to kind of hone in on this. It's I I want the message for this podcast to be: stay true to your fans or stay true to your team. Stay true to your fandom. Okay. Don't get pressured to change your allegiance to your team. Eventually, it's going to pay off. And when it pays off, it'll feel that much better. Because how would you feel? Say you're a Browns fan, right? And the Browns win the Super Bowl next year. But you left two years ago to become a Patriots fan, right? You're going to feel like shit. Because your team, your ex-team won it. And you can't even claim it anymore because now everyone knows you're a Patriots fan. And you're a bandwagon. And I love when that stuff happens to people. Like when the Lakers got good again and everybody, you know, not everybody, but some people jumped off and became Warriors fans. See ya. We don't want you back. We don't need you. You know, Lakers don't roll with anybody like that. And all you LeBron fanboys that come out the works when LeBron switches teams, we don't want you either. We really don't. We'll take LeBron uh, to a point. I don't know. I'm just not. I'm still not completely 100% sold on LeBron. It's his play style. Not him as a person, just his play style. And I think that'll always be there. Um, anyway, that's that's a separate podcast altogether. But uh, now you guys like. I just wanted you guys to know that it's possible to enjoy your fan your your fandom from 3000 miles away. My team's legit in Florida. You know, I've never been anywhere close. Well, I I've been to, I was in Florida 2 years ago, but I've never I've never been to a game. I've never been anywhere, you know, when they were playing, I've never been near. I've never been able to watch them in that time zone. Well, I guess home games cuz okay, I'm getting besides the point. <laughs> I tend to do that though on the Camcast and in general in life too. I just kind of get way sidetracked. But I just want you guys to understand that it's it's weird being a displaced fan, especially. But in the NFL, it kind of happens, especially in SoCal, simply because we didn't have an NFL team here for 25 years, and now that we have two of them, really nobody wants the Chargers. Sorry to any Chargers fans out there, but nobody wants the Chargers here. They don't even want them in San Diego. They need to put them somewhere else, like literally anywhere else. 
But there were so many displaced fans here in Southern California, but the weirdest one for sure was the Buccaneers. I mean, we there was really no history of winning. And I love the fact that I've been that that's been my my favorite NFL team since I was six years old. And now at you know 27 years old, I'm gonna hopefully be able to reap some of the benefits of of winning a, a Super Bowl and being old enough to appreciate it a little bit more than I was in 2002 when I was only nine years old. You know, this is a it's a big deal. And you know, Tom Brady could potentially get his seventh ring, and this could you know it's it's gonna be a good game. I'm excited. You know, it's the goat versus the baby goat. So I just, you know, I, I just wanted I wanted to share this type of information with you guys so you guys get a little bit more behind the behind the curtain of, of, of me. And also, you know, for those of you that were just curious why I was a Buccaneers fan or why I was posting, you know, Buccaneers content on my Instagram feed, that's why. That's why I'm a Buccaneers fan. And I, I have all the, 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 the receipts and everything to prove that I've I've been here. I've been doing this. If you really want to get down to it, you can you can uh you can you can message me. I'll give you my stepdad's phone number. He'll vouch for that story. Ten out of ten, because he's embarrassed that he didn't give me a better hat to 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 you know choose my sports lineage for. He could have given me any hat. He had a box full of hats. There were probably fucking like fifty five motherfuckers in there, you know. But I chose that hat, and because of that, I'm a Buccaneers fan. You know, I could have that. It's kind of weird, you know, the small little decisions in your life that that kind of, you know wind up manifesting and, and becoming so much more. This is just one of those things. And it's cool that, you know, I became that. And now potentially I'm going to be able to watch the greatest quarterback of all time win a title for my team. You know, it's just, I think it's interesting. And I've always, I've always had respect for Tom Brady too. And he's always, he's been one of my favorites since he beat the Falcons when he was down 28, three. I mean, I, I watched that game with my brother and, uh, and his buddy, Ethan, my buddy, Ethan, uh, who was on the podcast episode, uh, what, 29, which was, God, it was back in November. Man, I've been really behind on these podcasts, you guys, but, uh, not, nah, you know, I, I hope this, this opens up some good conversation I can have with you guys. And if you have any questions about anything, or if you have a, if you have a weird sports team, that's not anywhere in your area, put it down in the comments below on YouTube or message me on Instagram, Instagram, it's cam.cast, K-A-M dot K-A-S-T. And, you know, tell me what it is. Cause I'm curious. I want to see if there's any more weirdos out there that have a, a sports team from far, far away. And as always, guys, please like, subscribe, and share. Share the podcast as often as you can. Because I was so stagnant for so long, the algorithm's kind of gone away from me, and it's it's hard to get some of that audience back. So if you can share the, the podcast link or the YouTube link anywhere on your social medias, I would greatly appreciate it. And if you do and you tag me, I'll send you some free stickers. Okay, I'll literally send you a sheet of stickers that you guys can do whatever you want. It's got it's got the Camcast logo on it with the Camcast app for Instagram. They're pretty sweet and they're free. I'll send them to you free of charge. You know, just I want I want more uh, I need more more circulation of some of the content here if you like it. And if you have any, and actually I'm I'm behind on I'm behind on a lot of shit. I'm like way behind, but don't I'll I'll be catching up on everything real soon. You know, life's starting to get a little bit more into focus for me now, so. We'll be getting out some more content. And uh, I want to thank everybody for rolling with me. Thank you for listening to this podcast, which is basically like a journal entry. But, you know, I, I thought it was fun. I, I, If you guys like stuff like this, let me know. And I'll continue to tell you more stories, you know, about some of my sports lineages or some of my experiences with movies and stuff like that. But, you know, as always, you guys, thanks for listening to CamCast and peace and love. Peace.